Good afternoon and good evening, everyone. This is Muhammad Ali reporting to you from Purity Macro. Thanks for tuning into my macro podcast today. It's been an interesting week so far in global markets. Let us first begin at this week's US CPI release, which came in higher than expected. The stronger than expected print drove stocks lower and rail yields higher in the US. I am not surprised. While it is just one print, it's the first number in a while that might indicate an end, at least in the short term, to the disinflationary trend we have been in since Q3 and Q4 of last year. Food prices rebounded strongly after a six-month period of more benign price increases. Shelter costs increased 0.6% on a monthly basis after averaging closer to 0.4% the last three months. There was also a significant jump in transportation costs which makes up roughly 17% of the CPI index. This result now means that the likelihood of the next core PCE number coming in higher than expected has increased significantly. The Fed remained highly data dependent at the moment and every monthly number on inflation can have implications for monetary policy. And let me explain why. You see, they are watching the six-month annualized core PCE inflation rate, which previously had dropped to below 2%. That allowed them to signal easier monetary policy. If February's core PCE number comes in around 0.3%, which now seems likely, it would unfortunately take the six-month annualized core PCE inflation rate back above 2%. And let me just clarify here what I mean when I say the six-month annualized core PCE rate. Essentially, the Fed is looking at the last six individual monthly prints in core PCE and summing them up. That gives you the inflation rate for the last six months. Multiplying that number by two gives you a rough estimate of annual inflation based on the last six months trend. So you see, as every new print comes out, you have a new six month trend, which then will get annualized and have a direct impact on how the Fed views the evolution of underlying inflation. This is why we at Purity Macro are a bit concerned on the inflation front and the market in general for the next couple of months. The underlying trend in inflation seems to be souring and we expect some further incoming upside pressures from the Red Sea conflict. Interestingly, 
The U.S. retail sales number released today came in much weaker than expected. This was a surprise, I must admit. Wage inflation has been strong, and job creation has been very robust. Recall, the U.S. economy has created almost 800,000 jobs in the last two months. Consumer sentiment has been rising. So today's minus 0.8% print did come in as a surprise. We must remember, however, that consumption expenditure was very strong in Q4 of 2023. And January often can be a month of markdowns and subdued consumer purchasing patterns. So for now, we are happy to chalk today's weak U.S. retail sales number as a one-off. We are also keeping a watchful eye on developments in the commercial and multifamily real estate market. According to Bloomberg estimates, nearly $1 trillion worth of commercial property loans are coming due this year, which accounts for roughly 20% of total debt outstanding in this market. The market for regional bank equity which holds a lot of these assets, seems to be stabilizing this week. But if real rates continue to push up in response to a short-term inflation spike, it could further elevate tensions in the CRE market as these loans come due. It goes without saying that participants in the CRE market would much rather be refinancing their loans in an environment where the Fed is actively reducing interest rates. Let us see if this indeed ends up being the case. As always, we shall keep you posted here at Purity Macro. If you enjoyed this post, please be sure to like, comment, or share the link with a friend. You can also now follow me on X at MacroLE1. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye for now. Ciao.